Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode two of the APCC Making Waves podcast. For everybody who didn't tune in last week, uh, literally, what are you doing? It was an amazing podcast talking about, you know, why we're all here speaking to you over this digital wave. Uh, So check it out. It's streaming now a brief 20 minutes. But today we have something very special for you. We're talking about the experience of heading home from college, whether it be for the holidays or just a visit. There's a lot to unpack and we're we're really looking forward to the conversation. So as per usual, uh, my name is Jeffrey. I'm Stella. I'm Aaron. And I'm Naya. And we are your hosts for today. All right, let's get into it. Well, at the time of this recording, we just got back yesterday from our winter break so you know let's talk about a little bit what did everybody do what you guys get up to i've been around i went to um washington what is it town called levensworth levensworth Levensworth. so we stayed for like two days without literally no plans so literally just hang out that sounds great but we had such a good time there you know as like as like a friend group you know getting to know each other a little bit it's all so, it's all snowy too right like no when we went yeah. it wasn't snow at all so that's like really? extra sad and then we're like so like we drink so much the next day everybody woke up at like 5 a.m dehydrated and i feel like that one like sip of water that i had at 5 a.m that one night was just the best water i've ever had in my life that's that nectar. Oh my Literally. god! It's like you're like drinking for your life. Literally, yeah. And then um, I went to uh, Arizona. Wow! How yep. was the weather there? I thought it would be like like better than this, you know, like a uh. little bit hot. But it was chilly. It was cold. Really? It was a little cold. Um, and then I went to LA for like three days. Dang, yeah. she's just up and down the mm. up and down. Yeah, pick oh. a place, bro. Damn. Bro, I was in LA for like three days. I ate so much. Good. I ate a lot of porridge to the point where I'm like, every time I'm like, I think about porridge, I was like, <laughs> porridge, porridge, because we like stay the in, stew? yeah, but we stay in like what? it's Vietnamese porridge, Chow, right? Yeah, Chow. I can't eat that. Really, I just Canceled. love, <laughs> I love Chow so much. But after that trip, bro, I need to take a break. And then I've, I went to Washington again. To Seattle, and I went to Seattle for New Year's. Emitting hella fossil fuels, bro. You're like Taylor Swift in here. No plans, this is like no plans, just vibes, huh? Just, just hang out, and then I went back to Corvallis, best place on earth. Finally, when was the last time like have you ever gone home to Vietnam for? The last time I went home was actually last summer, like six months ago. But like not for winter breaks. No winter break, I went like twice. Yeah, I've been going back like for the last two years, two and a half year. I go, I went back every six months. That's why this year I'm like, I'm not gonna go anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. You sick all, of it? All that traveling, all that twenty four hours mm-hmm. flight, bro. Distance makes the Off. heart grow fonder. You know. Yeah, give them I'm, some time to miss you. Yeah, favorite place on earth, airport. Mm. The Portland <laughs> airport is nice too. No, the I where? Like the it. Portland airport. It's pretty big. Especially when you turn 21. A little beer pre airport, like oh, pre flight. That's the. That makes it go. As long as you have like an aisle seat though. Because like if you're like in like window seat and you have to pee. I know. Um, <laughs> so for my winter break, I went back to Portland. Then I had to stay posted at my job, Crumble Cookie. Hey. <laughs> Crumble cookie monster. So I worked like three shifts and it was off to LA. But we stayed there for a day, then we drove to Las Vegas. So I was there for New Year's and I couldn't do anything because I'm 19. 
But, oh, I went with my entire mom's side, right? And I found out that's about 34 people. So, yeah. so you, you were 34 deep in Las Vegas? Yeah. Hey, turn up, family reunion. How many people were over 21? Like, mostly all of them besides, like, the kids. Oh, you're with the kid like, group. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, like, the little, there was the little kids, too? Yeah, because, uh. so I was, I'm technically the youngest in my family before, like, my aunt and uncle had more kids. So I'm 19, and the next oldest one was 20. So it was, like, only the two of us that uh-huh. weren't over 21. That's so mm, tough. Damn, that's... Yeah. yeah. Um, for my holiday break, <clears throat> it was it was nothing short of fantastic. I was going to say boring. Um, okay, it was kind of boring at first. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was kind of boring. Okay, that's a lie. When I first got there, I wasn't really even on winter break because I still had to do two finals, but, like, I didn't care. But then once I finished that up, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch all the shows in the world. You know, like, when you just wait to... Like, you have to watch these shows, but you just can't because it's school. So then I, like, started them, and then I couldn't even... I, I think I spent, like, the first week just catching up on sleep. That was what that was. But anyways, it was good. You know, lots of family time. I got three little siblings. They're nuts. They're off the walls. Um, Loki going home was to, like, babysit, which was kind of ass. But, like, when you're not really with, like, kids like that for your whole school term, sometimes it's nice. Sometimes. But it was fine. And then after that, I went to Utah for New Year's. Utah was great. Went to a nice little view, put some lanterns up. Uh, ate some really good food and like I said it was more so just a lot of family time which it was a lot not gonna lie it was a lot but then I realized that when I'm here at school I don't really get that aspect so it was really nice and that was just about it but what about you Jeffrey yeah well I spent my whole break in Portland I am from Portland it was interesting bro I'm half Korean half white my mom was adopted to an all-white family I want to preface my family's listening I love my family dearly there's nothing wrong with this. Yeah, he's gonna but shit. there's a juxtaposition. You know what I mean? Like it's like from one community where it's like pure APTA with mm-hmm. the APCC, and then it's the family. Um, so it was interesting coming back home. Like I feel like the first thing is the gender role that gets put back put back on it. Um, you said you're like taking care of your cousins a lot, right? Mm-hmm. I have a sister. Crazy expectations on her. But like I feel like when I go home, like I feel like I become like a different person. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I return back to the person that my parents knew me as before I went to college. And you're not the same. That's the thing. I had no piercings when I went to college. Like I, said, I got ten now. Metal in this belly button. Uh-huh. Like, Does dad know yet? No. There was there was a close call. Like we were like trying on ski pants, which so is like super white. Um but <laughs> yeah, I was like I was like, yeah, I just put it in the waist and like pulled my shirt up and like it caught a little flash of the belly button and I was like <laughs> like that would not go over well That's like a, that, that will get you disowned that will like it was hard enough with the pearls but mm, like oh my god I, I hope he doesn't hear this but i don't know like i really do feel like there's like a difference in the person that i am here versus at home and like i don't enjoy that mm-hmm. no abs- i feel like i completely agree with that because over here like i'm just naya you know i work for apc i'm a part of this i go to school but when i'm at home they could they do not care what you're doing what you, they're just like okay you're a sister you're a daughter you're a niece and now you need to act that way and i'm like hold up i'm a student too and they don't they just it's just not really important so yeah that's tough it's like always the uncles too because it was two years ago now 2021 right so like still like feeling some of the aftermath of like the the black lives matter summer mm-hmm. and like we have like our big thanksgiving dinners like our big christmas dinners so like all the uncles come out again like they i love my out. uncles bro 
Because it's like it's like what you said. Like at Oregon State, like we work for a cultural center. Like a lot of us engage with clubs. I was the president of a club called People of Color in Business. Mm-hmm. And at that family dinner table, like they wanted to start discussing like matters of DEI. I didn't get a single word in, bro. Not that I think I deserve it, but no, I was like, but you do. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck do you know, Christopher? Like you live uh-huh. in like rich ass Chicago, bro. You have three homes there. Mm-hmm. Like, like, don't tell me about yeah, diversity me and about equity this? and equality. You don't mm. know the first thing about it. Yeah, and I was, like, telling them about how I had gotten, like, this opportunity. It was, like, an opportunity to work with the dean of business on, like, the DEI program. And the second I mentioned it, like, all my uncles want to start weighing in, telling me, like, you got to do this. Here's the problem with higher edge, Jeffrey. Here's what you need to do no, to address like, you're the problem. Okay, sorry. No, no, I love his uncles, by the way, just to preface. <laughs> yeah. But, like, man, it's just so tough because it's, like, like you said, like we're over here and like then you go home and it's like having to be in a place where it goes against everything you stand for. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, how am I gonna stand on business? How am I gonna stand on business at home when like these people are like nuts? <clears throat> the cold sweat that ensues when like mm-hmm. your racist grandpa like <laughs> drops some like crazy line at the dinner table nonchalant. And everyone agrees. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> Do I like say something right now? Right. Like it's nuts. No, I just, what are your guys' thoughts about it? Because is your guys' family, like, political or, you know? Do, like, do you feel like your guys' beliefs that you guys have here at school, you're able to bring it up to them and they would be like, oh, yeah, for sure? Um, Me, personally, I feel like I act the same at school and at the house, to be mm-hmm. honest. My parents, they became a lot more lenient when I grew up. So I kind of have, like, this friends thing with them. But it's also, like, you know, also authority. I feel like every time I like I get home, it feels like I was still in high school because like I don't get a chance to go home like every like, you know, months. I feel like it's because like I study so far away from home that they also develop like a, a sense of my independence and my responsibility, not living with them, not having them like sticking around. And so they just like let loose. But, you know, I still have to wash my mouth a lot at home because I like. I like sometimes I I just like just speak and I don't really think and then sometimes I might like curse but sometimes I just like don't even know that I say it it just comes out so because it's just something that you just do all the time at school where it's like yeah like I got so like used to it I feel like even if my parents are okay with it there's some stuff that like low-key I'm not okay with them seeing yet yeah like does do I want my grandma to see me like five beers deep at 2 (laughs) p.m. at this dinner like, probably not. I feel like there's two things that make it really hard for me to go home. I, well, I feel like it's one thing. It's, like, space. That I mean, like, one is being under, like, the same roof again, which, like, I love the free meals. I appreciate that. Don't get we're, me wrong. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. But um, it's hard, like, especially if I want to have people over. Like, would I want my parents to hear the conversations that I'm having? <laughs> no. Surely. I would not. Like, especially, like, my dad, bro, because my dad is, like, kind of, like, a classically masculine man. Mm-hmm. Like, the way I talk to some of my, my friends... Like, he would be like, like when you flirt with canceled. the homie, you know, right? Like sometimes yeah. you gotta flirt with the homie and be like, "You're beautiful." Like, it's like I'm lost in your eyes right now. <laughs> Literally, you know? like that would not float. Right. But the other thing, and this one has been hard for me recently. I'm hard launching up on this podcast. I recently entered a relationship. <laughs> Did you not know that? <laughs> <laughs> name drop. Name drop. I will. I will drop no name. Post podcast so will drop it. <laughs> Since November eighth, actually. Ah, wait, what? Yeah, this was filmed on Jan eighth, Jan 9th. Dang. So two months, one day. It's early. We were we were besties for like two years. Anyways, though, we'll come back to it. But 
you know, I'm in like a new relationship. And so it's like that honeymoon phase. You know, you want to see each other like you're spending like a lot of nights at each other's house. But like, do I want my parents to see that yet? Absolutely right. not. Yeah, and especially like my siblings, if they see me in love, oh my gosh, they're gonna bully me. No, I have yeah. to be ready for that. <sighs> I can't even so much as like be like, like within like a foot. I demonstrated, you know, oh, check yeah. the video. But it's like it's a little embarrassing. But also it's just like parents like to give their judgments. You know what I mean? Unwanted, by the way. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, Stella, you're not to air you out, but you're also in like a relationship. Like, yeah, do your parents like have they met my, him yet? Yeah. I'm like, cause my parents, I was in a relationship for like, okay, this is like from like high school. I was in a relationship for like three years and a half. So they like, they already know that like, you know, I've been in a relationship, this and that. I had a boyfriend, mm -hmm. like that whole concept. So when I like, when I enter a new relationship with the current one, I don't really think much about how my parents would react. And then they're cool with it. Like, I mean, do your parents, like, expect y'all to, like, date to marry, though? Like, if you bring someone home, is it, like, how serious is it? It has to be serious. For my family, it has to be serious as well. Um, they're like, you can't, like, hang out. You can't, like, just, like, fuck around and then, like, like get into, like, dozens and dozens of relationships. Because it's not good. It's not how they do it. Um, but they say it like that to me, but to my like brother, they're like date as much people as you can mm. so that you can figure it out. I'm just make that make sense. I'm just like, all right, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, for me, um, my parents, well, it's not more so my parents, but it's me. It's like, I don't want to bring someone around my family if I know you're not going to be, like, gang. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if I know the family not going to rock with you, like, you're not coming around. You know what I'm saying? Like, the auntie's going to talk about you. The cousin's going to talk about you. So you, like, the person I got to bring got to be top par. You know what I'm saying? You got top tier. Because if it's anything less, yeah. Like like Jeffrey said, like, you're getting judged. And that's just what family does. Like, I feel like they want the best for you. But sometimes they don't really know what's the best for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, but, like, I feel like they don't really bring expect me to bring home people that I'm gonna marry, I don't know. I gotta test them out. There's a few tests that they gotta go through before they meet any family members, to be honest. So what's the test? Break it down. Nah, it's it's confident. You think I'm gonna give away the answer to the test? What if the person's <laughs> what if the person the is listening? List? You got like a match Hell on nah. hinge. Hell They're like nah. listening to the podcast, like prepping it, like <laughs> no. cook this, dance this. Right. Like a million a millionaire, this. no. <laughs> I feel like it's sometimes it's not even like is my family going to like this person I bring home? Like, is this person ready for my family? Because, like, this is not supposed to be about dating this this episode, but, like, I get stressed out, bro. My dad, like, he says some shit. Because, well, I don't know, because, like, my father is white. And this is very ironic, because obviously he, mar he married my mom, who's, like, as Korean-looking as they come. But he definitely has, like, expectations of me to, like, bring home, like, a white girl. You know what I mean? Because I can feel his own, not in a negative sense, but his own kind of prejudice towards mm. like other people. I can feel his discomfort. And, Even like, though being his in, kids are literally like, yeah. that's crazy. Like Asian. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's well, been interesting, like, here's what I wanted to talk about. Like, when I come home, bro, my quote unquote Asianness, like, all the way on the back burner. Because, like, when I re enter that space, like, what am I going to do? Talk to him about boba? Like, no. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to do that. Fuck? Yeah, like my dad wants to eat. Like, we're not eating fuck. We're you know into what a I diner. Mean? Our family recipe is lasagna, clam chowder, and he makes sandwiches. Sandwiches. He told me about them sandwiches. Little chicken parm, and he cooks it well. But you know what I mean? Like, it's like mm -hmm. it really like goes to the back, <clears throat> and like I feel like that's the biggest thing when I'm home. Like, I like lose all of it because mm -hmm. I'm with my high school friends too. My high school friends mm -hmm. were white, 
Mm-hmm. You know, so it's very like I feel like I have like two selves. Code switching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to dating, because like, <laughs> yeah, you can say I code switch. Me too. I though. do. T- I'm talking about football, beer, <laughs> beer, <laughs> movies, James Bond. Uh, right. Um, <clears throat> he's like, let's rank Bond girls. No, my you know, white like, friends in Utah. I, I hung out with my white friends in Utah, and I was like, dang, the conversations I had with y'all, I would not be like talking about Lululemon and shit. Like, what? I <laughs> could care crazy. less, bro. I don't care about that. And they like they talking about skiing and stuff, and I'm like. I don't really do that. I'm kind of broke. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's like exactly what it is for like bringing someone home. Cause it's like, I'll, I'll, I'll be telling her like what I did over Christmas break. Like, oh, I went skiing. Like, oh yeah. Like went to like family dinner with their grandma, like after church. That's She's like, ch- what? After church. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and I don't know, like taking it back to my dad, like he's made comments before that like he wishes I would like stop fraternizing with so many Asian people. That like, is tough. That's a tough position. It's an interesting one. But not to, he says it to my sister. Dang. You know? And so like, do I wanna subject like my partner to that? Mm-hmm. When I if I bring them home. Like when I come home back to my parents, because I think all of us are like probably gonna move back home after graduation. Hopefully not. I'm like, Same. hopefully not. But if it happens, I'm worried. Yeah. Like it'll be like interesting just to like recombine that. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's kind of like how Stella said, like when she goes back, sometimes it almost feels like high school again. Yeah. And even when like when my mom goes and visits like my grandma and stuff, she she acts different too. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's not just us. It's like kind of everyone. Like when you situ- when you're situated in a place where in the same environment that kind of like brought you up, you're all you like Jeffrey said, you're expected to act the same way so that's tough especially in life when we're going through such big transitions and like we're like finding out who we are outside of our family making our own identity and like finding our own interests our own hobbies and then having to go back to the place where they're like um no that's like what the hell and then it's like i have to go i mean not that i have to but like honestly at this point in my life like i have to go to my family like i rely on them so heavily where it's like i can't just like drop them and i i don't want to drop them like preface i love my family (laughs) we love you guys if you're listening (laughs) yeah i mean like and i also think just like having the i'm gonna say bravery which is kind of like a cliche word like i think it takes like a lot of bravery to like be your authentic self with your parents Mm -hmm. because they'll let you know bro if they don't like that shit like ooh. You heard Jeffrey Pierce's eyebrow, mm-hmm. like not nah, the whole long. family, and then it's like so I don't know, cause like, well my family's not really passive aggressive, like they'll really say that shit to your face, which kind of really hurts. But then it's like some family, like other family members who are passive aggressive, and it's just like oh my gosh, like I didn't say anything when you married your cousin, but like whatever, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is that like, a true story? Just to preface, I love my family. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> oh actually, like dead ass. Nah. <laughs> Like, cut the camera. (laughs) Cut it. No name drop, but you know who you are. Life is crazy. Family is, I mean, family is just crazy. And I especially, especially because we come just from like different, like a culture, a different culture where family really is important. Family is almost like the the cornerstone of everything that we do. And when we're here at school, like, it's not like we have to be like, oh, yeah, what's my mom doing today? What's my siblings going to do? It's really it's it's like a selfish act. Like, what am I going to do today? And it's honestly the best thing you can do for yourself is separate yourself from your family and find who you are. So um, let's jump to some fun segment after that conversation about you at home and you at school. So. Aaron, what's your 2024 ins and out? 
Yeah, so I made a list. Is it like something that is trendy as well? Like yeah. the ins and out? Okay. Have you seen on TikTok? Like this is mm. in, that's out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so for my ins and out, I just did a random list, for example. I said ordering a Chinese. Because the people in the UK, they love saying, I just ordered a Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I thought that was a typo because it literally says ordering a Chinese. I was like, huh? No, that's what the the UK people. Yeah, they say ordering a Chinese. For food? And it's the worst. (laughs) That British Chinese food, terrible. It's like the worst. I know, I freaking bet. Ew. Yeah, so 2024, we're going to start saying ordering ordering a Chinese. Ordering. (laughs) I don't want to do any other race because it just sounds terrible. (laughs) But um, Hydroplaster out and Stanley's are in. Mm. Mm. Shout out our communications representative, Tabitha, mm. with her Stanley, but she wants everyone to know that she did it first. It was before it was trendy. Mm. <laughs> um, I said puffers are in. I love a good puffer. And then I said the Making Wave podcast is in, and every other podcast is out. Hey, Duh. Yep. Love that. Mm-hmm. And that's all I have. What's on your in and out list? Well, I'm actually curious for you, Aaron. What about Arcteryx? Because it's been here for a minute, and I mm. see you with your jacket. What, what's your Arcteryx forecast for 2024? The jacket is in, but the beanie is out. Everyone in their mamas has one of those. I low-key hate that beanie. You know when things mm. just begin, like, overused? Like, overused. I'm just like, yeah, I don't even want it no more. Does anyone else have any 2024 ins and outs they want to do? Maybe, like, <coughs> what's in? Um, Being authentic is in. Being fake is out. Always. Corny. I know, that was corny. <laughs> Oh, oh my, oh my God. ASAP Rocky Fenty Lip Balm song. Wait, and he has a song? Mm-hmm. About Is it Fenty? Yeah. Shut the hell up. Uh, yeah. Bro, Rihanna in. That's it. Nope. Bro, Rihanna bad, like, too bad for him. ASAP Rocky's like, not. He not you... ugly. Well, yeah, he ugly. Have Sorry. you dated before? Yes. Show us a pic. Because if, <laughs> if, if they're oh, uglier than ASAP Rocky... <laughs> I don't want to expose you, but she's like she in her white boy era. You're still in that phase. White, <laughs> white boy is in. White boys. You want that in. Jacob Alordi? Oh yeah. I I know you're watching Saltburn. You eat it up. I like this. Yeah. What era is it now? Travis Kelsey's the only person in. Okay. Bruh, Taylor Swift out. Cancel me. I don't give a fuck. No, seriously, me too. Private Jet out. Yeah. <laughs> Rolex out. What, like her emissions? Who, what? Taylor Swift's emissions? What? Bro, she burned like 34 years worth of an oh, average person's emission to see yeah. Travis Kelsey's games in like three months, like 34 years. Bro, she love her man. <laughs> Not enough to Me move there. Too. Right. No, honestly. Loki, I'd fly for Travis Kelsey, too, though. Nah, same. Like, I could see it in your eyes. <laughs> nah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I think it's time for another segment, then. Uh, obviously, we just came back for the holidays. I'm kind of curious to know. We're at the dinner table, and you sit down, food all on the table. What are you going towards first during that that winter season spread? What's your, your number one dish? Oh, mac and cheese. The mac and cheese go crazy. My cousin make it. Mm. All the kids be asking for it. Like, they don't give a fuck if she come. Just drop off the mac and cheese. <laughs> that's like the that's the thing, though. Like, everyone judges the mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. If, you show, if you show up with, like, a bad mac and cheese. Especially if the kids asking for it. That's how you know it's fire. Mm. I know it's a controversial question once upon a time. Do you think mac and cheese is a side dish or that it can be a main dish? 
side dish. Yeah, that's a side dish. I'm eating it with some, but I don't think I'll eat the mac and cheese by itself. Like, I need some protein. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need some pork belly. Like some pork belly in the mac and cheese, though. Ooh. Um, for me, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I want that white people food for holidays. <laughs> like, I'm tired of Asian food because it's always something that I don't eat. Like, the only thing I eat is like the salt and pepper, calamari. Ooh. Yeah. What white people food is your favorite though? I love deviled eggs. <laughs> deviled mm-hmm. egg, mm-hmm. potato salad. Yeah, that's oh my, my god. Too. My roommates love potato salad, but won't never eat it with deviled egg. Potato salad by itself with deviled eggs, top notch. Oh. In. Deviled eggs <laughs> in. Deviled eggs in. in. Potato salad with deviled eggs in. 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 Potato salad, no deviled eggs. Ow. <laughs> so yours is. Your favorite dish, potato salad with deviled eggs? You know, like, my family, we don't really celebrate, like, New Year's Eve, like, New Year, New Year, and, like, Christmas, so we don't really do anything. We just kind of, like, go out and eat. Mostly, like, I don't know, like, anything. Just go out and eat. Mostly, like, Japanese food. Yeah. Because my family loves Japanese food. But we celebrate, like, Lunar New Year, and then during Lunar New Year, my favorite dish my family's kind of like not following the rules, so it, they just do like some mo- the most random shit. Like, they always have like salmon. Like, that's probably the first thing that I would reach for. You know, like I can actually just like grab a piece of salmon like this and just like no eat way it like that. Like some jerky. Say so just kidding. yeah. No, I Slurber eat it like spaghetti. that. I love salmon. <laughs> I can uh-huh. snack on it like no tomorrow. Yeah, especially like on the bagel. See, I'll only eat it if it's on a bagel. Really? Uh-huh. Salmon locks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever the fuck that is. I'll tear that up. Locks. Yeah, the bagel. In. The bagel is good, but I love salmon in general. Fair. I'm going to drop some white people shit you've never even heard of, bro. I got two words. Your... Casserole. And you're going to speak over me? We can't even <laughs> cut that out, Naya. Okay, <laughs> I got to hear this, though. Okay, I got two words. Yorkshire pudding. Have y'all ever heard of Yorkshire pudding? I got three words. What the hell? You've heard of it? I've heard of it on Wait, TikTok. Wait, what is that? Have you it, had it? No. It's like, I, I always see the, the people from the UK eating it. Basically, like, Yorkshire pudding, when you do it, it's like basically just like fat, milk, and flour. Mm. So we have, we got like a roast, like a big, like prime rib. And you cook it like in the oven and you keep all the fat and like you drip it, like you lay it out on a pan. Like some flour and some other stuff. I actually don't know how my dad makes it. But like you bake it, and then that shit, it's like, it's delicious. It's like, where you bake the fat? <clears throat> That's a pudding. Yes. No, it's not a pudding. It's more of like, okay, it looks like a bread, with the texture of kind of like a custard, but oh. it's savory and like salty and like it's so like it's like it's not fatty, but it's got that light like fat taste. Is it like? Sweet, salty, it's savory. savory. Like it's not, savory. it's not sugary. It's not sweet. It's not even salty per se. Well, it's just like from where? From the fat. Mm. It's just like Dang. rich. It's so rich. All I'm gonna say is if you know, you know. When you listen, British to this. breakfast recipe. Yeah, Yorkshire <laughs> pudding. Um, other than that, like I love a good mashed potato. Like mm. my dad makes an amazing mashed potato. Like, say what you will about him and his views on who I should date. But he makes a mean mashed potato. So mm-hmm. it's, like, almost made up for. Almost. Do you eat, like, your – do you eat beans on, like, toast? <laughs> no. No, I don't eat beans on toast. Um, not that white. Beans on toast in. <laughs> beans on toast 
in. Yorkshire pudding in. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Yorkshire pudding in. I know you guys want to try that now. No, honestly, looking at it, it looks fluffy. Like, it looks so... But it's, like, different. it's not even, like, fluff. Like, it's, like, the same consistency, like, all the way throughout. Mm. Like, it's just different. So, at the time of this recording, we are just about two weeks away from, if you celebrate it, Christmas. So, we kind of want to share a little bit about how we all like to celebrate each year for the holidays. Stella, you want to go first? Um, I don't celebrate Christmas um, and New Year's that much. Usually, in the past, my family would just, like, go out for Christmas. Uh, maybe do a little bit of, like, gift exchange with my, like, my mom's company and my dad's, like and where my dad's work, like those kids. Um, and then just went out and eat. Um, and then for New Year's Eve, we usually like go somewhere else. Probably like if it's in the country, we're probably gonna go to like the beach, Da Nang or stuff like that. Um, in the past, we celebrate like New Year's, three years in a row in Singapore. Um, that was great, but it was just like too much. Um, we like rarely like spend like New Year's Eve like in Hanoi, like where like we live. We prefer to like travels. Around. Guys, not Singapore again, please. Not Singapore again. Anything but Singapore. <laughs> Loki. We didn't really have traditions like that until my mom married my stepdad, and then my mom want to start like, oh, we be doing Christmas. So um, we usually spend like Christmas with his family. And we do, like, just a big secret Santa. I mean, my parents will, like, give us money at the end of the day and, like, give us gift cards and stuff. But for the most part, like, if you want anything, we have, like, a $100 or, like, a $150 limit. And then we're, like, supposed to just make a list of all the things we want. And then hopefully our secret Santa gets it. But low-key, the family, my stepdad's family be going crazy because, like, bro, I be putting, like, down Uggs. Like, that shit. And then they begin like, other stuff, too. Like, a Nike Tech, bro. Like. That's crazy. Like, shout out to my Auntie Jazz. You the goat. Um, <laughs> but for, like, New Year's and stuff, um, we're starting this tradition where we just do lanterns. It was fun, and it was pretty, too. So, yeah, that was fun. I liked our, our little holiday tradition. I love it. For my family's um, tradition for Christmas, for the adults, they do, like, they pick numbers, and they pick, like, their own gifts and all of that. Like, it's hella fun. And we just sit in the corner and just watch and take time. <laughs> just watch them get all these nice gifts. Like. No, but most of the gifts are just, like, bowls. Yeah, it's just like Costco. <laughs> <laughs> My family traditions, like, it started off a lot more traditional when I was a kid. Like, church, always, you know. Like, I was at a private school, like a private Catholic school. So we'd have to, like, sing our Christmas carols, like our little Christmas program. Like, everyone's in suits. My dad would wear a kilt to it, just, like, for shits and giggles. Shout out dad for that. That's kind of real. And he would also, like, free ball it underneath it. Like, he'd be, like, commando in that kilt. He'd have to, like, cross it. He wouldn't even cross Not his legs much. when he sat. Like, it's crazy. But anyways, actually, that should be like a felony. There were like a lot of kids there. Anyways, um, yeah, so it'd be like church, Christmas morning, or like Christmas Eve. You got to pick one. Um, but we always have like a lot of dinners because most of my family is in Portland. So it's Christmas Eve dinner, Christmas dinner. And at that point, nothing to talk about. Like, right, yeah, like, y'all covered everything. Yeah, like, we've seen each other, because I just saw you for Thanksgiving. Like, half of you are 60. Nothing changed in the month. But... Just the classic. And then we have like our gifts, trees, skiing. You know, we'll go ski. Uh, not as much anymore. But if you picture like that Home Alone style, like Christmas. That, yeah. But my gifts that I asked for, they're definitely changing. Like we got some Tupperware. Laundry detergent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I get some Tupperware, so excited. I got a Theragun, like a little massage like gun. 
best gift I have this this holiday season is a fucking laundry basket from Naya. Hey. <laughs> no one. Yeah, when I saw your list, I was like, oh, she really just telling me that's like her need. <laughs> shout out a hey, shout out Target. I was about to say saving that trip to Target for Stella and Naya. Mm-hmm. Naya called me from that Target. Mm-hmm. I was like, which I was... one you think she gonna like? <laughs> and Aaron, I was texting Aaron at the same time. I was like, I don't know which one, because then I saw like the colors that you had put in. I was like, but just because people like, just because I said my favorite color orange, don't mean get me an orange shirt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, happy that worked out. Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you, thank you. That was amazing. And the um, what is it? The Celsius. <laughs> oh my God, the Celsius got me. Hey, is Celsius in this year or out? Oh, always in. Celsius always in. Celsius in. Monster out. Celsius in. Red Bull out. Monsters out. <laughs> well, this is about all the time we have. For today's episode, thank you everyone who listened until this point. But we want to wrap it up on a more positive note and Mm -hmm. share what the favorite dish that our parents cook for us is when we come home. So everybody think, this is an important question, what is your favorite meal when you come home? I already got it. My mom makes this bomb-ass cold pasta. I don't know. Okay, I don't really fuck with olives like that, but she put olives in it. Actually, I don't even want to drop the recipe. It's so fire. Just know that the pasta is it. You're gatekeeping it. I'm gatekeeping <laughs> it. I don't care. Olives in it? Uh-huh. Oh. I know. I was like, mm, but it's low-key. Like a spaghetti? No, it's like a cold pasta. Like, you know, like the pasta you put. I'm already saying too much. Like, <laughs> nah. Nah. Okay, so Naya, it's a cold pasta with olives. Um, For mine, to be honest, my mom don't even be feeding me until dinner. So I have to fend for myself. Cereal <laughs> Breakfast and lunch. But I think the thing I love is eggs. Yeah. Double uh, eggs? Girl, cook your no, own eggs. Egg. Just eggs. No, just it's eggs. like, I don't know, she'd be remixing it with the seasoning. I don't know what she'd be putting in there. <laughs> but it's like sweet. It's like tamago, essentially, mm. but with like other stuff. Mm. I just like that. Yeah, I like, um, which is like, like rice uh, noodles with um, fried tofu, some intestine, some like, yeah, I don't know what that is in English. Um, and then with shrimp paste. Shrimp paste. That stinky-ass shrimp paste makes it so good. I'd be, like, shoving in my mouth three gums. But I had that meals. I'm fine for, like, two years. My favorite, I have a few. Like, my dad makes a mean pulled pork, first and foremost. And he sends me back with that. So I, if you'll see me sometimes, pulled pork, Hawaiian roll barbecue sauce number two his mashed potatoes which i already mentioned are insane Mm. probably chicken parm my dad makes a mean chicken parm it's always the thing like my favorite meals are the ones that i don't want to cook myself because it's Mm, too much work mm -hmm. i'm not gonna cook a chicken parm what do i look like bro i only get that at the restaurant and that should be like 24 dollars yeah but it's bomb i like the olive garden i never had a homemade one though i bet it's so bomb so good and it's big like and he makes it with the with the pasta too. What home cooked sauce like that red wine base? Damn. Beef Jeez. in the sauce. Damn. Homemade garlic bread. Damn. Oh Let my me cook God. on the sourdough he himself made. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he gives me like his homemade kombucha on the side, which is so fucking white, bro. <laughs> but it's like yes. He's like Jeff, try this. Try this. He calls a booch. Like. Try this booch. <laughs> like, dang, this is some good booch. Dad, this is, this is pineapple. Yup. Pineapple, apple, strawberry. I'm like, damn. Like, right from the garden, huh? Yeah, he grows it himself. Like, <laughs> you're joking, but I'm serious. So, yeah. Shout out, Dad. I hope my family never hears this. But if they do, 
I love you guys. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening and hope you enjoy it. We also hope that settling back in after break has been good to y'all. We will see you guys in two weeks for our third episode about Lunar New Year with a special guest, exclamation point, which will be live on Friday, February 9th. Yes, and always a special thanks to our sound engineer, Lay. Shout out Lay. Shout, Shout out Lay. Lay Bugadin. Lay. Don't cut this, Lay. 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 Lay.